I'm Pastor Daniel Morris, and you're listening to Sharing the Bread of Life, a podcast by St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in Skokie, Illinois. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular subscriber, I pray that Christ feeds you from the stories and testimony you'll hear today. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. May the Lord fill you with every good thing, and may you have enough left over to share. The Holy Gospel According to Mark As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings! Then Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us when this will be, and what will be the sign that these things are about to be accomplished. Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. But in those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of, of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near, at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert for you do not know when the time will come. It's like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord. We've been watching a lot of Disney movies in my house over the past two weeks. A few days ago, we watched Lady and the Tramp. Lady, a cocker spaniel, lives with a young couple she knows only as Jim Deer and Darling. Lady's routine is completely turned upside down when her humans find out they're expecting a baby. In one scene, Darling carefully is knitting a pair of soft, pink baby socks. The click-clack of her knitting needles adds another row of stitches to the almost finished stockings. It's clear she's not up for playing with Lady when her ball of yarn rolls off her lap. Lady seizes the opportunity, and with it, the baby socks, which are still attached to the ball of yarn. 
Every tug, yank, and pull unravels a little bit more of Darling's beautiful creation until the socks are torn right out of Darling's hand. Like Darling's stitchwork, God's creation is snarled and frayed. Sinister forces tug at cosmic threads, threatening to unravel the very fabric of the universe. Jesus tells his disciples these forces will do a great deal of damage before the new creation is born. The destruction of Jerusalem and the demolition of God's holy house will only be the beginning. Popular, would-be messiahs will rise up and lead many away from the heart of Torah. Friendship and trust will unravel across society, causing rumors and wars to flourish. But the end is still to come. Violence will engulf the globe as kingdoms and people divide against each other. Quakes will level cities as famine and disease consume whole populations. Just when they think they've had all the suffering they can handle, they will discover that this is not the end, but the beginning. Darkness will envelop the world as the sun is eclipsed and the moon's light fails. Star after star will fall, muddying the boundary between heaven and earth. The heavenly powers will be shaken as the cosmic stitchwork unwinds. Creation will be undone as the order of the universe devolves into chaos. The end times seem like a distant nightmare, but the times we're living through make them seem a little closer and a little more real. The snarled, frayed edges of our social fabric offer a variety of threads to tug at. This one here represents our social distancing measures in the face of global pandemic. While necessary, these measures make our loneliness even harder to bear. This one represents our willingness to interpret our neighbors' words and actions in the best possible light. Foreign governments have been pulling at this one for a while, using alternative facts and social media to turn neighbors against each other. This one represents trust, a thread pulled by repeated acts of violence and abusive speech from the highest offices of government to the smallest family units. Our social fabric is quickly unraveling, and no one seems to know how to stop it. Of course, our social fabric is only one swatch in the larger patchwork of God's creation. God's creation is becoming threadbare with shrinking coastlines, historic flooding, burning rainforests and mass extinctions. CO2 emissions poison our waterways and dumping taints the ground for generations to come. Even space feels the effects as we fill our own skies with rocket debris and as our rovers introduce potentially harmful strains of bacteria to alien worlds. Eventually, when we colonize Mars and beyond, we will discover that the sinister forces we knew on Earth are already there waiting for us. Wherever we go in space and time, we will discover loose cosmic threads along with those who would pull them until the whole creation comes unraveled. The final days of the cosmos might still be many millennia away, but the forces that unravel the fabric of creation are pulling on these threads here and now. Jesus instructs his disciples to remain calm when creation unravels around them. As budding branches announce the coming of summer, so the undoing of creation announces the coming of the Son of Man. 
His arrival will reorient the chaotic cosmos, anchoring it in himself. God will cast a new community on him. He will gather the unbraided threads and yarns to himself, and God will make something new. The highest mountain peak and the deepest ocean trench cannot separate him from those he has chosen. His angels will even cross the boundaries of the observable universe to bring his chosen ones home. Jesus promises his disciples that they will see the birth of this new creation in their lifetime. They will see the final victory of God. In those days, God will make a home in the hearts of God's people rather than in a building made of stone. Cosmic strings will resonate with the heart of Torah, spreading love throughout the universe. Humanity will be knit together by trust and a genuine concern for the well-being of others. This will be only the beginning. Darkness will be no more. Chaos, sickness, and death will be no more. The forces which unravel creation will be banished forever. The new creation will be imperishable, without a loose thread to be found. God can only accomplish this victory on the cross. Christ's triumph over the cross anticipates God's final victory. Only by suffering unraveling himself could Christ truly become the knot anchoring a new creation. This new creation is present in the world even now, where God stirs up compassion and creativity in community. Last week, God inspired Pastor Matt Holmes and the people of Mount Zion Lutheran Church to make masks for medical personnel in need. As a former first responder, Pastor Holmes knows how important proper medical equipment is for those on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic. He published an article in the Synod e-newsletter requesting supplies for crafting face masks. Face masks are only one of the many items which have been hoarded, and those who need them most are going without. While creation is unraveling all around us, the church at Mount Zion is stitching masks together. They are taking scraps and loose threads and turning them into much-needed medical supplies. Their creative action mirrors God's own. It embodies God's care for those on the front lines. It patches the tear created by fear-filled hoarding. Perhaps these are the moments where we glimpse the Son of Man walking among us in power and glory. Perhaps these are the moments where we can truly imagine God's final victory. In every age, we will see signs of the end times around us. In every age, we will see signs of God's final victory in Christ. Wherever we see love reigning, wherever trust is built through speech and action, wherever genuine care binds strangers and friends together, that is where we glimpse God's new creation. That is where we glimpse the Son of Man and his glory and power. One day he will be fully revealed along with the new creation. For now, we live in faith, hope, and love, knowing that God has won the final victory in Christ. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Sharing the Bread of Life. For more information on the mission and ministries of St. Timothy's Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.stTimothyskokie.org or like us on Facebook. Check back next week for a new episode. The blessing of Almighty God, 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Mm -hmm.